right, guys. Welcome to the Kicks Beats Podcast. Today I have a super awesome guest on. He makes awesome music. He's blowing up on TikTok a little bit right now. And his song, Upbeat, is out on all platforms, uh, all major streaming platforms. Uh, make sure you check it out. This is Ken G. What's going on, man? Hey, man. Thank you for having me, Kicks. Well, I'm super happy. It's my first interview in my whole entire life. So I'm really excited uh, that, that I get to have my first interview with you, bro. Uh, Thank you. I'm I'm really excited for for your music too, man. You're a really good producer, and I, I like what you're doing with these with these podcasts as well. You're trying to trying to grow your 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 media following, so that's really yeah, smart. For sure. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, do you want to just get into a little bit of an introduction? Let people know kind of who you are and uh, well, your backstory. Oh uh, well. Um. So I'm I'm old. I'm like. I mean, I'm not old, but I'm like, people think I'm younger than what I am. I'm actually 28 years old. So uh, I started making music three years ago. Uh, so in 20, 2017, I started started making music. Uh, and uh, before then, I was just DJing. Like, I had been DJing from age 17 uh, all the way, yeah, all the way to like 20, 26 or no 20 yeah 20 yeah 26 like 25 years old i just i've been djing my whole life so uh, i also went to college as well for marketing business marketing i graduated with that um but when i graduated uh instead of finding like uh you know regular office marketing job i decided like just to continue off uh djing and continue with my small business that i had going with djing um, cause I really liked it. And then, um, at the same time in college, I was actually doing production work, uh, for my older brother. He's a, he's a successful, uh, Latin artist and, uh, he won two Grammys and everything in the Latin oh, wow. industry. So he, he's, a, a like salsa, a salsa producer. So he makes salsa music, Latin music. That's and awesome. so yeah so in college uh at the same time i do at the same time of studying doing my work i was learning how to use you know ed- editing software because he had me uh editing vocals and uh doing some video work too so i would dabble into production in college and then finally when um i graduated college i kept working with him for like uh a good like four years uh Doing, but at the same time, I was starting to get into my own music production, um, and then um, and then 2017 was like the year that I took it serious, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna try to try to be a DJ producer and uh, try to like my my initial plan was like you know uh, do electronic music and be one of those DJs." like Diplo and stuff and just DJ and produce and, and DJ at festivals. And I still want to do that. That's like my ultimate goal. Um, but along the way of doing that, I figured out like, you know, it's really important to try to grow your fan base. So that's, uh, I had been putting out music, but I wasn't getting any uh, traction. I wasn't getting any plays. Um, and at the same time, I was, I was still practicing to get better. And then TikTok comes out and then I start, uh, you know, doing some comedy videos, and then I start, and then I saw this one video by uh, DJ Nitty Gritty. He came out on my For You page, Nitty Gritty. I don't know if you know him. Do you know? 
Uh, not really. I've heard the name. Okay, so DJ Nitty Gritty is like one of those like DJ producers that do EDM, and he made this one video that came on my for you page that had like a million views, a million likes, and it went super viral. Where he went to Walmart and he he made a beat out of the sounds that he recorded at Walmart with his phone. So he recorded like a toy guitar. He recorded. Uh, like uh, Black Pepper as Shakers. He recorded like just random sounds and he made this like super sick edit uh, and a beat. And I was like, oh my God, like look how many views and comments. Like this is, this is something I could do. I could do this for sure. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? So then uh, I, I, I did my first type of video that's like, you know, not a song that I'm going to release, just a cool little video just to get views. And it was making a beat with my grandma, where I went to, a, it was just one day I'm with my grandma and she wants to go eat with me at a Japanese restaurant. And I go, I go, uh, I go and we go eat and I start recording the, like the things that we do. And then I start telling her, you know, break these chopsticks. And I, I, I remember I took like 10 minutes to explain what I was doing. Like, <laughs> my grandma's like really like, you know, like old school. She doesn't even know how to use a phone. <laughs> like no phone like so to explain to her what i was gonna do was like 10 minutes and she was like what and then after 10 minutes she understood she was like oh okay and then so she did, was going along with did it. you show her the video once you finished um yeah i showed her the video and, and she was laughing and my whole family went like was super happy because uh my grandma's like really has a grumpy personality and like to make her like laugh and make music with her like they were like super happy like my mom and my aunts were like oh my god Kenji, your 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 like first of all, like your music is awesome, and then like second of all, like thank you for for making making music with your grandma, and blah That's blah awesome. blah. And it, it was the first time that I felt people were paying attention to my music, like because before I was putting out songs and people would scroll past it and not even like care, you know. Even yeah. my own family like wouldn't even like really like they go oh, okay like. I wasn't really feeling the the attention. I was grabbing people's attention, but with that video, when I put it out on Instagram, oh, I got a bunch of comments and like likes and everything. I was like, oh my god, like I'm onto something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then, since then, I I just got really hooked on Instagram, trying to put out videos on there, like making viral videos like that, and then on TikTok as well. I was putting it both on there. And then, um, yeah, I want I want to hear more about uh, about you know your TikToks and stuff, especially the up video. But yeah, uh, before we get up. into that, uh, yeah. I'd like to ask like where you got started in music. You know, where did you first hear like electronic music and stuff? Because I know that's not you know the most played thing, especially you know you go back ten years or so. Yeah. Well, uh, well, in, in high school, I was so. Well, my musical my musical influence starts with my family. Uh, my mom's a singer. My brother is a Latin percussionist. Uh, my dad is a pianist, and he plays the uh, accordion. And uh, my sister sings as well. And when I I started working when I was like thirteen with my family because they had a band. They had a small business, a small a music entertainment business, where they would. Uh, take the band and, and play at uh, corporate events, uh, bar mitzvahs, uh, birthday parties, weddings, uh, sometimes nightclubs. 
and like um, you know we would uh, set up the sound system set up the band and we would play and i would play like i don't know i'll play like the cowbell or something because it was like latin music and in latin music there's cowbells i would play like the cowbell or the bongos so how old i was only 13 i was like 13 years old yeah (laughs) and i was like rolling up tables carrying uh carrying speakers i come from a uh humble like humble family like you know we didn't we don't come from a lot of money but that was our small business and they they needed me to work so i would that's what i would do so i learned about uh at least live sound production there uh working with my family setting up microphones and stuff like that yeah and then in in uh in my family like i was like they're they're like you have to learn an instrument like like this is like the way of life here like you have to learn something so i remember like yeah i was like are you gonna do the trumpet i tried the trumpet uh, they had violin class in third grade um and then i got into choir because i had a good ear uh so they i got into choir when i was like 12 12 years old and then uh my mom made me go audition to a magnet school when i was 13 for choir i got in for choir i didn't really like choir that much but for like from for middle school i did choir and then they would make you uh take piano class as well so i that's when i dabbled into the piano did you enjoy then, that well the choir i didn't enjoy it and like the the teachers were like uh the piano teacher was like military style like everybody hated her like she was like super mean oh, wow so like that so like i would i like the piano i just didn't like the teacher and yeah. choir i thought was too boring like I, I didn't i wasn't having fun but in piano i i liked it though so but growing up i i listened to a lot of salsa music so in salsa the piano is like super fun to play and that's what i was like that's what was, I was really interested in that middle school, Latin music, salsa music, because my family's into it. And just the pianist and salsa music is like, were, it was like really cool to me. I was like, oh my God, so cool. I want to play like that. So so then when I was 13 and, and I had to go to high school, there is a magnet school, a really good magnet school, another one. And they had a music program, a piano program. And that like at 13 years old I switched from choir to piano and and I didn't really know how to play piano as good as all the other kids that were auditioning all those other kids played since they were like four years old but I remember that summer I practiced like crazy like all day and night just to try to get into that piano program so then in high school I got into the piano program and then uh I was playing soccer at the same time so I had like two passions music and sports um, but I, I was more more into the sports. I was playing soccer like crazy, and then in college, and then and then and then when I was seventeen, I had some. So, so when I was in high school, raves were coming, like raves were getting popular, raves and and uh, ultra music festival and stuff like that. Yeah, like like EDM was getting popular, and I remember when I was seventeen, DJs were getting popular, like you know, like uh, David Guetta and stuff. Mm-hmm. and house music was booming and especially in miami i'm from miami florida and in south florida where we have ultra and everything and a bunch of nightclubs and i remember in high school my friend my friends my uh, colombian friends they uh they, they were djing and then i thought before that i thought djing was like you just play from a from an ipod or like yeah or <laughs> yeah i had no idea what the heck djing was I came from like piano and live music. So when they showed me, I was like, 
damn, this is this is actually really cool and really fun. And so I would I would go to like these like uh, basement parties, like or like um, warehouse parties with them, and like be in the DJ booth with them. And I would like I like the vibe. So then I started learning on my own and researching on my computer how to do it. And then my brother told me he was like, "Hey, bro, you should actually become a DJ." And then um, I remember my 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 older brother bought me a, a DJ controller and since i was 17 on i was like trying to do like private parties and just try to get work with that that's awesome. little by little yeah little by little i started getting more clients and then i started djing a lot and um i what was able you, to like yeah what did you think the first time you heard electronic music that was like you know edm or house or just that kind of stuff because it's very different from you know like you said live music yeah um and there's well, a lot of misconceptions about you know well electronic music yeah. is just people clicking around on their computer yeah well, well in the 90s i mean like because i was born in 1991 and growing up like there was like it was like electronic music but it was like a lot of melodies it, it wasn't like the, the electronic music i i was in when i was in high school so when i was here and when i edm like music i was i remember like trance music from the 90s and how so i had like a a good uh a good open mind to it because i was like oh i remember edm that from like the 90s and my sister she had some couple like a cds that she would play and i would like it so then when when the house music came out i mean i was like like i i liked it a lot because uh i had listened to it when i was little and then um it it, it just uh i like the melodies and the, and the harmonies you know what i mean like yeah and um I had never gone to a music festival, but I listened to music. I, I didn't go to the music festivals because I didn't have money. I was those those music festivals are really really expensive. Yeah. But I would like I would still listen to the music, and my friends would tell me about it and everything like that. So, um, I I kind of liked it because like there when you play uh like when I was playing like uh, piano and live live um rehear- uh recitals, it, it's like such a nerve because like you miss one note and like like it sometimes it wasn't fun for me because i was like if i miss one yeah. note this performance is ruined there was a lot of stress so now i was like with edm and dj i was like damn this is pretty cool like all you have to learn is mix a little bit and like you get the party going so i kind of like that concept of just like being free and having fun and not really thinking about musicality just yeah. feeling the music and having fun so I, I i like that that concept but then when i was I was de- I was like I had this dream of like DJing festivals and I was like um I did the wrong approach. I was like I would focus on DJing but I wouldn't focus on making music. And then I realized that like all these DJs that are like famous, like they make their own music. So then right. in 2017, I went to like a music festival for the first time and I saw like Marshmello before he was like like before he blew up, I saw him play and uh I saw Flume play uh and uh a couple other DJs and uh, as well as like Denzel Curry before he blew up too. I saw him play like a bunch of, uh, a lot of artists. I went to Bonnaroo music festival. And then, and then after that, like, I was like, Oh, I have to do this. Like, like I have to make music. Like, this is what I, this is my calling. Like I I felt it. I was like, I gotta do it. So then I started making music and then, um, so then I would hit up uh, some of my friends that were doing good in music, but like some of them, you know, since when you're first starting out, they don't really pay attention to you. So I was like, I remember I, I took 
so I I couldn't collab with anybody. Nobody really wanted to collab with me. I was start starting out. So then I I uh I started uh I I remember I put out uh uh a, like I met someone on I took a have you ever heard of those master classes like the dead mouth yeah. one the usher one I took the usher one like how to sing better or whatever because I, I was like or how to do performance or something I was like oh maybe I'll learn something from it and then there was a girl in, in that in the forum or in the in the class and I clicked their YouTube covers and then she had a really nice voice she was from Denmark and then uh I, I hit her up and then we collaborated on a song we put out a song together and um that song actually uh got like so since my brother was already blowing up online he had a lot of people from the music industry with with uh like they were looking at his instagram and i had yeah. put the song out and my brother shared it on his instagram and then oh, wow. uh yeah and then that person that person that 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 saw it on his instagram uh, messaged me on instagram and says that he's like from this label uh and i thought it was a scam because i didn't believe it because i had, had, yeah. had no followers and no 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 one that was uh like i didn't have any traction so when he uh, hits me up uh i really i just ignore him <laughs> i didn't even answer him and oh, then wow. one day yeah and then one day i'm at my house and i open and someone knocks on the door and it's the same guy i recognized him he was like hey i i i messaged you on instagram i was like oh i didn't i didn't really see it you know and then he was wow. like, yeah, I, I like that song that, that your brother shared of yours. Uh, blah. I was like, oh, thank you. And then uh, he was there to visit my brother. And then so my, my brother, then he goes into the studio session with my brother because we have this home studio. And then uh, I, go in, I go to my room and I start making music. And then he overhears my music coming out of my room. So he comes to my room. And then he was like, hey, man, I really like your music. And then he was like, listen, I work with Epic, Epic, uh, or I forgot what it is, like Epic Records or something, EP. I forgot what the label exactly it is. Uh, and, he, and then he go, he was like, I have this, uh, I have this artist that's coming out with an album and she needs remixes. Like she needs people to remix some of her singles. Her name is Alicia Wow. Carl. Yeah. Her, her name that's is Alicia crazy. Carl. Yeah. And then I was like, I was like, what? She was like, he was like, yeah, Alicia Carr. She she has this song called Trust My Lonely, this single that we need re we need remixes. Maybe you could give it a shot. You know what I mean? We can't pay you up front, but if we like it, you know, we might we'll pay you if we do like the song and we'll use it. Yeah, I was like, are, I, but you only have a week to do it. Do, do, are, uh, are you up for it? And I was like, I was like, hell yeah, I'm up for it. You yeah, know? that's and, amazing, that's dude. Yeah, dude. And I think that was a point where my production level really went high because those seven days, like for, for me, it was like life in that situation. I was like, I have to do this song like amazing. I have to do it. Like it was like, yeah. I was like, I have to do it. So in seven, for seven days, I, I was like sleeping like three hours, four hours a day, like eating once a day. I was just locked in my computer, just trying to figure out how to get this sound this song to sound as professional as the professional djs and stuff that have years of experience and i had only had like a couple months of making music so in Dude, those that's seven crazy. Days, i just i just listened to that song the other day just preparing for this yeah it was, it was so good dude i can't believe that yeah dude thank that you, is man. unreal
I, I feel like God helped me with that song too because those those chords and stuff were falling to my lap because she he sent me the acapella without the music. So I had no idea what oh the original gosh, song wow. was like. He was like, listen, I'm gonna send you the acapella and we're sending all the all the remixers, which is like 40 of you guys that we reached around the world. We're gonna only send you the acapellas because we don't want you guys to get influenced by the chords and stuff. We want we want these unique remixes. So all I had was acapella, wow. and what came out I felt like was like a gift from God too. Like He was like there, like holding my hand, like here, have For these sure. chords, because it just came out of me. I was like I sat on the piano, and the chords came out, and that was the the most important part of the song, the chords that I chose. I feel. So then, um, yeah, That's those just seven, crazy to me, especially considering how popular she is now exactly like it was it was crazy it was insane it was insane it was insane i I couldn't believe it all my friends and family were flipping out too they were like oh my god this kid is gonna be famous after this and stuff like that and i mean i thought my life was gonna change too after that and it kind of did it opened doors for me but she didn't promote it on her like she didn't promote the, the the remixes too much on her instagram and her social media um but it did get a lot of plays but i i really thought that she was gonna promote it a lot you get me and i was gonna get a lot of exposure but um so after that all the other songs that i was releasing after that they didn't get any traction because i still didn't have a lot of following you know yeah and it wasn't until tiktok and instagram where i started doing those viral videos that i started getting uh traction now like now now i feel like i'm finally like have the wheels rolling somewhere you know because before i i kind of felt stuck like i was like oh my god i was getting anxiety i was like oh my god what do i do you know so especially yeah. with this coronavirus thing because i lost my like djing job I, I i can't dj right now there's no there's yeah. no events or so it's been stressful bro but after the this tiktok thing uh and instagram like i feel like i'm i'm heading somewhere now you know yeah, I got it. I got an interview with Kicks, bro. Like I feel, <laughs> I feel, I feel good right now. Yeah, so I I noticed you have like uh something like eight thousand followers on Instagram. Did you get some of those from the uh the remix that you did? Um, yeah, I got, I got, I I've been having some people. Well, from the Alexia Cara remix, um, like I would say, like I got a couple fans, like. Not that much. Like, I would get, like, DMs and, like, messages and be like, oh, my God, I just listened to your your song, uh, this remix, and it blew my mind. Because the song is really impressive. It's just, like, because, like, what, like I, I feel like that song is the best song I've ever done. Like, for me, like, when I look at my catalog, like, that's the best piece of work I've done ever, you know? Yeah. And so, and so some people, I would get messages like, oh, my God. You're, that song is amazing and i remember getting those messages but it's not like i grew like a thousand followers or anything like that i yeah. I, I remember people commenting on youtube as well like uh so getting some comments on soundcloud but i i bet if she would have shared it like if she would have just done one post of her jamming to the remix and then tagging me yeah i would have gone up like because she has millions and millions of followers yeah but and I was hoping for that. Like, I was praying for that, but she didn't do it. You know what I mean? And yeah, um, that's unfortunate. I'm not going to complain either because just the opportunity to work with her was, I'm so grateful, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, and it just, and it, and it kind of helps me too, like, because I, I get to put it in my bio and it's it's on my my credits, you know? Like, I did this and it kind of yeah. like, it helps me when I'm, whenever I'm pitching out to some something to someone, I could say like, hey. I got to work with Alicia Cara, you know, so I'm super grateful. 
for the opportunity. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, another question I had was just about your your TikTok and uh, other social medias. I see that you do a lot of music content, but I also see you doing just like you know bits and comedy, you know, videos and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. what what made you decide to do those? Okay, so when I first downloaded the TikTok, I was like, ah, I want to go viral, like no matter what, like I, like whatever. So I would see like a funny trend, and I would just try to do it, you know. So then I remember I got like two videos that went super viral, but like nobody would follow me. So then I was like, wait, like even though these are really really funny, people don't seem to like connect with me as a person and like become a fan of me or you know follow me mm -hmm. so then um that's why i was doing those comedy bits you know uh but now i'm not really focused on those comedy bits maybe i'll do some with my with the russell costume that i have just to like you know i think some people will follow me because like oh look it's like the russell you know from up yes. or something but I'm really more focused on the music thing because when you when I I, I noticed that with my viral music videos, people actually follow me because they want to hear more and they want to they 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 actually like me as a as a as a as a content creator, you know. Like yeah. if, if I was if like those comedy ones that I did, like they they went viral, but nobody follows me. You know, they comment, they they share it, but they won't follow me. You know, so I was like. I'm just going to focus now on the music thing. So that's yeah, what I'm, think, I'm trying to do more now, music. Yeah, I think the music is more, uh, more, uh, it's more you. you yeah. Know, that's, 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 that's who you are as you're, you know, you're expressing yourself through your art. Whereas when you just do a, you know, a comedic little 15 second video, it's hard to really connect with you. It's just, you know, you interact with the video, whether you think it's funny or whatever. Whereas your music, I mean, you're really, I mean, like, even, even when I scroll, like, if someone does, like, a comedy video, like, I'll like it, but it's not like I'll follow the person, you know? It, yeah. it has to be, like, a very, like, uh, like the, the comedy has to be very, like, uh, what you may call it, like, like, a high level of comedy. Like, like, they're, they're, like the guy did, like a, like, a, like, a sequence of scenes, and, like, it's, like, not, not everyone could do it, you know? But if it's, like, yeah. a, a trend that everyone does, it's not, like, you really like it's not imp i guess it's not impressive enough to like make you want to follow them you know what i mean yeah so, like, i do yeah that, that, that that's what i think you know what i mean so uh so when did you decide to make the upbeat song and video okay and, so uh, <laughs> so like in high school I, I hadn't even watched the movie honestly bro like even when i made the video the russell up video i hadn't watched the movie but it's that movie's really famous. I'm a character. Russell's really famous. And I remember in high school, I was at a party and I was just standing next to the TV where like a bunch of drunk people and like they're probably smoking too or something. And they were watching the TV. <laughs> it was like a house party. And I, I knew a couple people. And I'm standing next to the TV where this movie's on Russell. And then someone points out, like, hey, hey, man, you. I was like, yeah. I was like, yo, you look like Russell from Up. And then everyone in the party just looks at me like, and they're like, and everyone on the couch is looking at me and they're like, oh my God. Yeah. He looks exactly like him. I was like, I was like, for real? And like, yeah, you look like him. So then some of my friends were calling me like, always like telling me that I looked like Russ. And then, uh, and then my ex-girlfriend at the time, at the time, like, 
she had told me to do a Russell, a Russell remix because I look like him, you know? So then I remember like ordering it on Amazon. I ordered like a whole entire costume. And then it, it was like just sitting in my room for weeks. Like I, 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 I didn't really think it was going to be a hit, you know? I was like, nah, like R Russell Melody is just so simple. It's like, whatever. Like I, I'm trying to like do like some crazy, like the, 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 like the still Dre and uh, Roddy Rich mashup. Like I'm trying to do like yeah. some crazy stuff. Like, you know, I'm not like Russ up, like up remix. Like people aren't going to like it that much, but then like, whatever i'm i'm there one day um and i decide to do it it's like really late and and it's really late at night and then uh it's like five in the morning i think and well i had learned the song like a week before like learned about piano and then a week later i made the beat that night and then i was and then it was like five in the morning i i made the beat i filmed it I edited the whole thing and I posted at 6.45 in the morning. You know, like, this is my schedule nowadays, too. Like, I fall asleep like at 6 a.m. every night and wake up like in the afternoon, which is terrible. <laughs> but, like, yeah, at 6.45 a.m. I posted it. I'm dead tired. And I was like, I, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I want to post it right now. I don't want to wait till tomorrow. I just want to post it right now and finish it and not leave it for tomorrow. I just want to post it. I post it, I go to sleep and I wake up and the video blew up and I couldn't believe it. It was it was the first music because my, my still Dre Roddy Rich video didn't blow up. And so this was the first actual music post that blew up that that I couldn't believe it. It was it was crazy. Like my it was the first time I saw like uh on my notifications 99, like and like every five seconds there was like a notif notification. It was like blowing up like crazy. So yeah, I, yeah, I could I couldn't believe it. So that that that's why I got the idea. Like my ex told me that I look like him. My friends told me I look like him. And then um, I decided to just like do a simple. It was like it's a really simple beat, you know. Like it's it's yeah. nothing complicated. It, it it was like really really simple. I find that interesting, but it seems like that's sort of a recurring theme with a lot of popular songs, and yeah. beats and things like that that tend to go viral or just end up being really popular. Is that they're super simple and it's sometimes exactly. like sometimes i feel like producers or just musicians in general can try and throw in all these different you know cool things musically you know ear candy here and there and all this different stuff that if you make music you might listen to it and notice that stuff and and think it's cool but the average listener is not even going to notice that kind of thing you know yeah no you're completely right man uh even lyrics right now are becoming very, very simple. Like yeah, everything true. is becoming very, very simple. Um, and that's what I've been trying to implement too. Like I'm trying to make like short video, just simple and and not overcomplicated too much because with the Russell thing, I kept it simple and it worked like, you know, but I did, I did, I did have to get the costume and stuff. I spent like 80 bucks on that costume, like with everything, <laughs> because there's no Russell costume out there. Like if you Google it, you'll oh, really. So, so yeah, so I had to buy on Amazon like the wardrobe, you know, that match. Like I would have to like hit like brown khaki pants and like see which one looks the most. And then I would like uh uh, uh what is it, polo shirt uh that's like yellow, and like I would look through the colors to see which one matched with the hat. So it, it came up to like 80 bucks because it's a really nice shirt. The polo shirt's like a nice golf shirt, <laughs> like it's like a golf brand, it's like a golf shirt or something. So that's amazing. Um, that's so good. But, 
but it's super I, I feel like visuals is is gonna it's the future i think that music is really important but i think visuals are, are like just super important like what you do in front of the camera what people are seeing is like really important and, and video content is leading the way like like the, a lot of the music that's blowing up on the charts is, is from videos from video content you know like yeah. roddy rich the box like roddy rich blew up because of the box like that song just blew up on tiktok and i feel like videos is like the future video content so yeah that's what I i'm think- really focusing on though that's how that's what I was about to say. I can really see that when I look at your your content and your videos, and that's something I don't see uh many other producers doing. You know, even you look at some of the most successful artists on uh on TikTok, you can see like Lusion and Eldre and make, you know, really good stuff that they have several viral videos, but most of their stuff is just them filming their face and then their computer and then their face and their computer and then the full song, you know. Whereas yours I've seen like uh specifically what comes to mind is your office remix that you did yeah yeah, yeah. like you edited together or like pressing every key which was so creative and i loved it see that idea in the beginning where i go where i start like like different scenes every scene is like a different note yeah that i get influenced by other tiktokers a lot so that there's like this guy that plays a clarinet that's like i follow and he's a kid he's like he's probably like he's probably 18 like 18 19 to me that's a kid right <laughs> like he's really young and he plays a clarinet and he did a video where he covered uh it's like a trend too where he covered owl city have you heard the owl city song uh yeah i think so uh and and he plays the clarinet every note is like a different he's like in a different part of the room and it went super viral and uh and then other people started doing that trend too with like different different instruments so yeah. then I was like, wait, I, oh, let me put that in the intro just to like capture the person's like just the first two seconds, just capture the person's uh, like uh, it's like when you're writing an essay in school, they teach you to get like the, the first paragraph is like the hook. I was trying to like create the hook with that. Yeah. But that video, unfortunately, it didn't go viral. I have no idea why, because it, it gets so many shares. Um, but for some reason on the TikTok algorithm, like if they don't like something, like they don't like it, they're not going to push it so for some reason that video they don't they don't really push yeah that much i find it so weird man because there's there's some videos that that you would think would go viral and they don't yeah some that you can't believe are viral but they are yeah it's confusing but from my experience bro things that don't work for me is like using my like when i use like my expensive camera like my dslr like super expensive high quality camera for some reason like those videos don't don't really go well when i use my iphone camera i get i feel like i get more traction also like when i add text on on uh, the video editing on the computer instead of adding the text on the phone it gets like less less i i feel like i don't know my gut tells me that one thing i i read a thing saying that uh they favor videos that are edited in their like little, you know, interface. And so that might have something to do with it. If you export an entire video and then just post yeah. it from there, or if you film each individual part on TikTok's app and then edit it, which can be more difficult, but I guess that's sort of the give and take there. Yeah, maybe, but I mean, even Lusion, uh, he films it on TikTok, but he adds the audio either on on a video because the audio yeah. when illusion plays the music 
is like super high quality that it's not it's sometimes it's playing through the speakers but like most of the time he's actually has the audio playing underneath yeah. the, the file of the video you know what i mean like mm-hmm. he ed he edits it in so i don't know it, it, I, I really can't i don't know because it's hard to say i, I feel like that... yeah go ahead i feel like it's uh it, it maybe factors in but it's still like it's still possible to go viral or have a video do really well even if you edit it yeah. on your computer or whatever it's maybe yeah. just not quite as favored as it would have been I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know, man. Like right, right now, what my strategy right now is to after the Russell up video, like my, my gut feeling and my all my experience on TikTok is is telling me to film with my phone first of all, and then um, make the song really relatable. So like, still Dre the the Roddy Rich thing, they people know it. You know, instead of doing something completely original do like a cover of something that's really relatable so so people connect with it and then um film the performance of the of the remix so like do something that that um hey you're performing the remix so that, that's my strategy right now you know and then oh it went, went, when possible like dress up as the character to give it yeah. more of a pop you know because i feel yeah. like if i didn't dress up as russell that video would have blown up yeah i really do i really feel like that yeah i i agree i think like you said the visuals are important you know you see like uh even going back to like illusion he does his thing where he's got the you know the painted fingernails and the the beanie and those sunglasses and stuff you know that's just kind of his look he's really hip like it's like really like like just like just a, a lot of like drip like a lot it has a lot of sauce like even my yeah. fashion game i have to step up like my fact like you have better fashion than me i can already tell like yeah <laughs> like I, I, my fashion game is struggling which i gotta it's just it's never been something that's super interesting to me but i have to get into it just to you know dress better and everything like that but but for sure illusion i i think is and i think illusion like first of all his beats are really really like ear candy like they're really nice to listen to uh they're like there are songs that you could just keep on repeating. Uh, they're very just ear candy. It just sounds nice, you know. It's not like a, it's not like a, a song you would drop at a party or anything, but it's just nice to listen to, like when you're like at, at home and it's just ear candy, you know. Yeah. And then second of all, I think he was like one of the first producers on TikTok. Like when yeah. when you are first dips on 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 a platform, you're gonna blow up like. He was on TikTok, I think, in October, the first time I saw him, because I, I was on TikTok making, like, comedy stuff. And actually, real in, in October, like, you would put out a video, at least 5,000 views you would get. Like, it was, like, really easy to get views back in the day, in October 2019. Yeah. You know? Like, I was now still I kicking like myself for not getting on back then. No, bro. Back then, I was I was the only one in my, my friends and my family. Like, I didn't tell anybody because like they would have thought I was like a like a creep or a twenty eight year old. <laughs> but there's only like there's only like fourteen and fifteen year old on there. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially and, like back in there, it was like just like twelve year old girls. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and there was way more cringe back in the day. Like there was oh, yeah. a lot more cringe. Yeah. Like now nowadays, like you you. You don't run into cringe that much as I used to, but I remember in October on TikTok, like some of these videos were like super cringy. Like I was yeah. like, you know, I, I had come from like looking at Vine, and Vine was like every video was just like quality, like like really good, you know. 
Yeah. And then like TikTok, like I was like, these videos are blowing up. I was like, why are these videos blowing up? They're so cringe and like fake and stuff like that. I so, think that's part of what made it blow up the way it did because it, <laughs> it wasn't probably. just like, you know, there's good content all over the place. There's good content on YouTube, on yeah. Netflix, Hulu TV, just everywhere. But then it's like, there's this and people really like it for some reason, even though when you look at it, the majority of it is pretty bad and, and cringy. Yeah, and I think like I think like I like that about TikTok. Like, even if you don't have a big platform, they'll push you out anyways. Like, that's like that concept of the FYP. Like, they'll push you out and at least one hundred people or something. Like, I yeah. like that concept. Like, it doesn't matter who you are. Like, they'll push you out a little bit, you know? Yeah. Um, because because I had been putting videos on YouTube, man. That's that's like a real struggle, bro. Trying to get views on YouTube, it's so like. Slow. Because in 26, bro, I feel like the algorithm of the internet changed in 2016. Because in 2016, I had this like friend, uh, that Pat, Pat Ryan. I don't know if you know Pat Ryan on YouTube. No, cool. He yeah, has like a bunch of, of he has a lot of subscribers. He hasn't put out he hasn't put out um content lately. I don't know what he's doing, but um, bro, in 2016, he blew up like making beats on YouTube, and like I feel like he's like the first person that started that thing of making beats on YouTube, and like making a beat from scratch, making a, a chance to rapper type beat from scratch, stuff like that. He would do it and show you step by step. And he blew up. And in 2016, I remember a lot of beat makers and, and people blowing up in 2016 and stuff like that. I, I remember. But yeah. now on YouTube, bro, you try to blow up on YouTube. It's really, it's really hard. Like it's, it's, yeah. pretty, it's a pretty struggle. But I'm, I'm still trying, though. I still got to make, I'm thinking of making some lifestyle vlog type stuff. YouTube, yeah so. i feel like that does well on youtube I, yeah because it because it's the only real you know i feel like you have your instagram and your tiktok where you, you know, instagram's where you post your pictures and tiktok you got your you know your short videos your attention yeah. grabbing stuff and then youtube is kind of where you can post your more long-form content and let people really connect with you yeah get get people get people to feel like they're they're spending the day with you you know like they just get yeah. to know you better get to know your personality, you know, your mannerisms, I guess. I don't know. Just like get to connect with you more. So that's how I'm going to start making lifestyle vlogs. I actually have this camera here, right here. It's like vlog camera, it's like a Canon G7X. So nice. I'm going to start using it. Yeah. I'm going to start using it more. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. yeah bro. Yo, so, and another thing about the TikTok algo real quick. I want to, I want to see what you think about it. Like, yeah, for sure. Eldre, Eldre, he was popping on i remember he was popping on instagram a lot right and his beats are also ear candy it's just like very chill like lo-fi like that lo-fi stuff i can't do like i could do it if i want to but i don't i i don't know it's not my personality it's not my my thing yeah and they do it really well right so like i remember lj popping off on instagram a lot and i and my brother too he has a big instagram following right so i know that tiktok like when you link your account to Instagram and you're like verified on Instagram, they'll push you out more. And I think that's why LJ, not, not only that, that he had an Instagram verified and like he had a good Instagram following. That's not the only reason that TikTok, I think, blew him up or pushes him out more because I do think it's his talent well, as well because his beats and music yeah. is really good. But I do feel like people with an Instagram following do have a head start. You know what I mean? Then like yeah, people that don't sure. have a... Cause my brother too, like 
he, he'll post a video and he'll get a lot of views. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause just because he has his Instagram verified and stuff. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good point. point. Yeah, that's one point I think. Yeah. So I wanted to ask about uh, when when you noticed, like, so when you you said you first you know you woke up the next day after posting the upbeat and you saw that it was uh, going viral. At that point, did it have all of the sounds and stuff? Were people making lots of videos with the sound, or was it just the views that you had at that point? Um, I saw some people making a couple people like probably like ten videos of people that were reacting to it duetting it or or doing their their skit with it Mm -hmm. um then there is this um there is this cert um i don't know what you call them like people that work in the circus like this guy that works at or he does like circus acts Mm -hmm. uh in los angeles he did a really good video i think that's his most viral video he used that audio and like the best way possible it was like the video started sad with him uh like him being like made fun of because he's like like a circus person and like or just made fun of because he he, like he was being bullied but then like he found his passion of being a circus act Mm -hmm. like uh, doing circus and stuff and then he shows off his moves and and it it becomes like a happy part it goes from sad to happy which is like it follows the the, the beat, which I didn't even mean to make it like that. I just yeah. wanted to capture the, the person's attention with the slow, like because people will think I'm doing the original, mm-hmm. and then hit them with the with the with the with the beat. But he yeah. made it sad to happy. So then people, I saw some people starting to do that because he did it. So I then and then I remember like the next day, my my like my friend hits me up, or. I don't know if you know uh, Kaya on TikTok, producer Kaya. He ha- he has like a couple. He has like twenty thousand followers. I think I've seen couple some. I think I've seen him before. He has like a like a light blue profile picture with like his name Kaya on it. Well, well he he familiar. tagged me. Yeah, he tagged me in a in the video. He was like, "Yo, they used your sound." And then when I click on the video, it was like the NFL that used it. And I was like, like that was like crazy. I couldn't believe it. Like the yeah. NFL was like. The National Football League. I couldn't believe it. Like it was crazy that they used the the audio, and they use it like in the background, like as the person is talking about like making a kind of kind of like a joke. He was like talking about like someone broke his ankle and like you know yeah. like my ankles on the field. It was like a funny video, and and I, they use it in like in the background. So I was like thinking, I was like, oh, like this must be trending or something. That like, people want to use the audio because it's trending or something, and then. And then I started seeing more people use it. And then Team USA used it, Team USA Olympics. Oh, really? So I didn't I, see that one. Yeah, Team USA used it with Olympics, and they have a lot of followers too. And then I was like thinking, I was like, yo, these sports people are using it. So I was like, do they have the same marketing agency? Because, you know, all these businesses, they always hire marketing agencies to do their things for them. So I was like, maybe they yeah. should Maybe the same person that does the NFL, like does the Team USA, or like they emailed each other, yeah. yo, this sounded. It sounds and the Team USA one was actually pretty good because the the guy he, it's like a beautiful story like the 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 guy he uh skis he's blind and he skis and he he makes a turns with his wife in front of him with the earpiece telling him what to do so wow like, that's crazy like, yeah like that video is like really impactful too so I guess like it goes with the song too that's like really sad but like happy yeah so 
Yeah, man. And then the oh, and then a, a few days later, the NBA used it too. The NBA. Yeah. So crazy, I don't know, man. man. It was it was crazy. And then like a, 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 some other t- big TikTokers used it too, and big talk big a lot of big TikTokers were like commenting. Some of them were following me. I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like a lot of, I mean, just. I don't know a lot a lot of it gave me a lot a lot of eyeballs you know and a lot of followers too like that that video gave me a lot of followers i went from like a 1300 to now 6000 something like 6300 so it got me a lot of followers yeah dude that's pretty awesome dude yeah bro and then oh and then on on uh, i posted on instagram but it didn't really get that much traction and instagram is really hard to get on the explore page yeah yeah instagram is instagram is weird to to go viral on because it's just like yeah sometimes you can go off by just like using the right hashtag at the right specific moment you know or something weird like that that that's never happened to me ever like i've never i've never like blew up on instagram but but you know what i do do i i do you know the ad that you could pay I do do that. So like the still Dre, uh, yeah. the still Dre with the Roddy Rich one, I I put money into it. Whenever like I, whenever I have like extra money, like twenty bucks, I'll put into that video and like run it to the and I'll, I'll put like uh, I'll run an ad and I'll put interest, beat making and stuff like that, and yeah. I'll run it around like different areas of the parts of the world. So that that one gets me some followers and stuff. But when you don't put money into the video, like running it as ads, bro, it's so hard to get an yeah. explore page. Super hard. It's never happened you know? to me either. But like one of my friends was saying, like he posted the same video on Instagram and TikTok, and it like did nothing on TikTok. But on Instagram, it got like several thousand views. Really? Oh, yeah, wow. it's so weird. Yeah. It was like it seemed yeah. like the kind of thing that would go viral on TikTok because he was like he made a beat with like a Game Boy or something. Oh, he like cool. sampled it, and it was like yeah. so weird that it didn't do anything on TikTok. Yeah, I mean, I had a couple, a couple of those too. I think that, like, for example, there was. Uh, did you see that that video I did where I remixed the guy's Spotify ad and it turned into like a house? Yeah. Song? That so was that fire. that video, yeah, that video on TikTok, I I checked the analytics on it, bro. Mm-hmm. less than one percent of the views came from my for you page like less than one percent they did not put it in the for you page what? at all they probably put it in front of two people to see it like they That's did crazy. not like there is something about that video that tiktok hated like they were like <laughs> we are not gonna even put this to a hundred people like <laughs> we are not gonna put this on the for you page at breaking all. the algorithm all my, for this one yeah bro all the views came from my followers or from personal, it says uh, from personal, like when someone clicks my profile, uh, oh, yeah. they'll click on that video. Because when you get, uh, when it says following, like you got your views from following, that means that you popped up on the following uh, tab. Like when you, when you, when you're on TikTok and you press following and you, you see the videos that pop up from your people that you follow, you know? Yeah. So most of it, most of them came from personal views like that that the the person clicked on my profile and had to go to the video to look at it you know like so they didn't even promote it that much on the following page either like that's crazy or you page in the following page so there is something about that video that they hated which i really do think it was a spotify ad either the logo that they hated that the spotify logo was on it 
or their algorithm calculated that that voice was from a commercial yeah or something like that it's but gotta be instagram, that's so weird yeah bro but but on instagram it did really well because it shows up on your followers feeds anyways like yeah they, they put it on your followers feeds so i got some traction from there but then um i started running ads on it in panama and why i chose panama the country panama was because that artist is from panama like he's like a national hero over there. he's the biggest uh latin artist from panama oh really? so i was like i was like well people are going to relate to it because they're going to recognize them so let me just run it in canada so in panama so so i ran the ad in panama and a lot of people <clears throat> i put like 10 bucks in it like yeah. and a lot a lot of people i got a lot of views and comments and followers from that video there so I, that's what i do on instagram i run ads i was like that's the only way to get on like i guess people's feeds you know with the ad so yeah it's not like i put 100 bucks or anything i'll put like 10 bucks there 20 bucks there yeah you know stuff like that for yeah. sure so are you interested in like selling beats or anything like that or uh what's your kind of goal moving forward um so like a couple weeks ago i was like stressed about money like i was like literally solely thinking about money and like just i'm 28 years old you know i still live in my parents house you know what i mean like it's like i'm not like 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 financially like terrible you know i've been djing yeah. all these years and you know i i've been supporting myself djing and everything but i was like you know i, I like what i need i, I want to make more money this and that so then i started i, I remember on youtube this uh, legion beats the commercial yeah. came up i don't know if you've seen it bro yeah the legion beat bro it's everywhere that that legion beats thing is everywhere on youtube <laughs> so i clicked on it and i did the i went to their conference thing like i heard for an hour and then I was like thinking about it, and then like it was it was like click funnels, like mm -hmm. a lot of click funnel stuff and marketing and stuff like that. And like you can make a lot of money, blah blah blah. And they you're gonna they were gonna charge I think like five hundred bucks for the court like their their course or not not a course but like their platform. And then ninety seven dollars a month for the click funnels thing. And I was like, oh man, maybe I can like make a lot of money. But then you know what? I, I was like, man when i first started making music like i looked at marshmallow djing and i was like that's what i want to do like i want to perform i want to be an artist you know or at least work with artists and, and produce like yeah. this is not just about money for me like this is like just i, I love it like i really love music like I, I love it and if i turn into this like just like just try to sell beat it's just not me it's just not my personality you know because yeah i'll be making probably a lot of money but when I make those beats, I, I'm just going to just feel like kind of like I'm just doing it for the money. I'm not really doing it for the art, you know, yeah. like it, that's what I felt for me. Like, I, I, so I ended up not doing the, that, the quick funnel thing. And then I decided to do that, that Russell video and stuff and more content. And I blew up on, wow. on, uh, on the Russell video and now it's going good for me, but like I had been lost for a little bit. I was really worried, you know, I had anxiety, like, cause I wasn't moving anywhere, you know, and I, now I feel like things are, are starting to move. And, and I, I just like, I'm just like a hundred percent focused on trying to grow my social media right now and get my brand awareness out there. And yeah. hopefully that will open doors 
to work with collab with artists and uh maybe maybe get in the eyes of like different uh a and r's or something like that you know hopefully when they start yeah. seeing my social media growing and stuff but yeah i i have beats that i have on on my soundcloud that i have in playlists but they're private so like if there's an artist that like wants to collab i'll send them those beats that spot i mean the soundcloud playlist but like i no one no one can see it unless you have the link so yeah. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sell beats man because like it just it, i can't it's just not my personality you know it's, it's not in my gut feeling to do it you know yeah i think it's important to stay true to yourself and you know yeah i think i think that's that's really cool i i respect that you know you want to you know stay with your your original vision yeah your music and not and not stray from that you know for me yeah. i i've i've really wanted to to just work with as many artists as possible and and uh you know that's kind of been my goal and so i've been trying to find ways to sell beats to people because you know at the end of the day you do need to make money but also i've been trying to just find the best way to provide value and uh you know give people the best deal possible yeah man. i mean like you i mean you're on your way bro like you're doing really well and i feel like you're gonna be like uh, kyle beats you know kyle beats on youtube yeah like that man like I, 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 I look at him too and i respect him i was like damn i want that like he just got a new house like yeah like he got a new house and like the house is huge and like you know i'm good at video editing too and his vlogs and everything but i was like you know what i'm gonna try to do the kyle beats thing but like just my style like i'm gonna try to do those vlogs but I'm gonna try to do it more like like how what 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 my life is about like trying to make these videos with like the Russell costumes and stuff and remixes yeah, sure. and stuff like that. So I'll do it like that. But Kyle Beats is, is a really cool guy that that I actually I I get influenced by him from his his uh strategies of video content. That's what I'm saying. Videos is like the most important thing. Like yeah, video content. You know what I mean? It's it's super important. Yeah, because I feel like his beat making is really good. But where he excels compared to everybody else is his video editing. Like he mm-hmm. has a drone, he has drone footage. Like his music videos look super professional. Like he has a really good camera. I forgot what camera he used. Like I think it's like a Canon something, like crispy camera. And like he, he even is like a video editing style. Like you see it pan from the screen to him. It's like I feel like that's where he excels so much. That that's why people, a lot of people, like follow him too because just. Yeah. He's, he's able to storytell like his he's, he's he's video editing and storytelling like he's really good at that mm-hmm. yeah man for sure yeah, i have one question for you bro yeah for I, sure. I think i don't know if i asked you on 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 dm or if you answered it but there's like one beat that you made that from the guitar that was like insane i don't know if you replied to the comment but like i was gonna ask you what guitar plugin that was that you it sounded super realistic that guitar yeah, that one, uh, I think I remember that. It was uh, Spitfire Audio Labs, which is a, uh, uh-huh. Spitfire Audio is a company that makes like orchestral libraries and stuff for like film yeah. scoring. And they have this free plugin called Labs and you can download each like individual sound and they have some really good ones. That one was like an electric guitar. I don't remember exactly what it was called, but it was one of the guitar plugins that they have. But then they also oh, so, have like so- one that's a soft piano. It sounds really good. So it's like splice, but for plugins, right? Yeah, kind of similar to that. Oh, cool, bro! I'm gonna check it out. It's called Lab Studio, you said. Yeah, 
And then another another good one that I've been using a lot recently for uh, guitar sounds is Ample Guitar. They have a light okay. version of that that's free. That one sounds really good if you're looking for acoustic guitar sounds. Oh, Ample, right? Ample? Yeah. So, but the Lab Studio, what was that guitar called again? The Spitfire, right? Yeah, yeah. But what, what's like your like because I'm trying because I'm I'm gonna learn the guitar eventually that's like one of my goals. But what what is like the most realistic one for you? Like the most realistic guitar plugin for you? Uh, I'd probably go all. with Ample Guitar. It sounds it sounds the most realistic, especially because like if you go really high on the keyboard, above yeah. where they're able to play notes, they added like uh, sounds of like muting the chords, uh, muting the strings, and different oh. sounds like that. So you can like add those in for for more rhythms and, and cool stuff like that. That one sounds really bro, good. That beat you made is fire, bro. That that guitar <laughs> Thanks, beat man. is like, bro, Lil Peep, Juice World right there. Like it's <laughs> better than internet money, bro, I think, bro. Like it's like really, really good, bro. Thank you. you you're going to blow up, bro. You, you're really talented, dude. You're really talented, man. Yeah, I feel, I feel like we both have, have a lot of potential in – you know, even just by the end of the year, I think we're both going to be in very different places. Yeah, bro. That, that, that's one thing about this quarantine too. I was like, yo, I got to come out of this quarantine like and take advantage of this time. Like a lot of yeah. people were complaining about quarantine. I was like, yo, this is like the best thing that ever happened to me because usually I'm going to like family gatherings or having just social gatherings, like social, social like things to do. And then like on top of that work, DJing like yeah. now, I ha all I have, all I could do, like all, all uh, I have all the time in the world to just work on my art, you know. Yeah, for so sure. So hopefully after this quarantine, bro, we come out good, bro, and we took advantage of this time and we didn't just like watch Netflix or something. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Once quarantine's over, that's when that's when we're gonna get back to watching Netflix. <laughs> exactly. Get back to the regular regular schedule, bro. Yeah. Thank you so much right, for man. joining. Uh, I really appreciate it. This was a good talk. Uh, where can people right. find your your music and your social medias? All right. So uh, uh, K-E-N-Y-I, Kenji, uh, underscore on TikTok. So K-E-N-Y-I, underscore on TikTok. And then uh, Instagram, Kenji official, K-E-N-Y-I. O F F I C I A L official. So Kenji official. And then um, if you click on like my bio links, those, those links is uh, has all my social media links and my music links and everything like that. So if you go to my Instagram, click that bio link or the TikTok, click that bio link and you'll, it'll just send you to all my links on Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube and everything. Dope. Make sure all to right. go stream upbeat out now super yeah. good uh once again thank kids you. <laughs> yeah once again thank you for being on and uh All right, kids. that's it